This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast to help support this show. We're also brought to you by our PayPal supporters, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. Pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 116 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello there. In this episode, we'll be going over how Heroes vs. Villains has improved, and how it can improve, and much more. Let's get started. So let's get started with how we think Heroes vs. Villains has improved from Battlefront 2015 and Battlefront 2 2017. Uh, one way I think it's improved is the objective gameplay that's introduced in the game, as well as just 100% heroes. Yeah, so we don't have any rebels slash stormtroopers being annoying and shooting you. And I do agree with the objective-based game mode. The previous was just defeat the heroes, defeat the villains. This one is, you know, there's just more than just killing the heroes. you got to do it strategically and in a certain order. Yeah, we've also got, uh, later on in the show... After our break, we'll get into your thoughts of uh, Heroes vs. Villains. We've asked on Twitter what you thought of uh, Heroes vs. Villains in Battlefront 2, and we've got that all filled out. So if you did reply to that, you will be featured in this episode, so stay tuned. If, you are, if you're listening to this and you haven't played or haven't really paid attention to Battlefront 2015 that much, uh, if this is your first episode, thank you for listening. Welcome to the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. We greatly appreciate you listening. But in Battlefront 2015, Heroes vs. Villains was something completely different. So in Battlefront 2015, you had four heroes and then four villains as well as four... That was the premium mode in the uh, Outer Rim, and then the base was just 3v3. So the, the, max, the, ma- the max amount of heroes that you could have in Heroes vs. Villains was four, like it is in uh, the current game. But along with those four, and that, that was the max, so most of the time you're playing 3v3. Uh, but along with the four, you had trooper classes. You had, I think about, was it four? Four trooper classes on each side, so you had... You could play as a regular troop fighting heroes alongside your heroes. So you could be you could be the regular troop on the battlefront while you're fighting against Luke. And on your team is Darth Vader, Bosk, the Emperor, so on and so forth. Yeah, and that was the one of the key problems with Battlefront 2015's Heroes vs. Villains. Is that there were it wasn't just strictly hero and villain play. There were troops and how it switched through who would be the hero was extremely terrible. I mean, I at sometimes I would get four heroes, I mean, four times in a row the hero. Yeah, well, other people didn't even get the hero at all, uh, which is not that great as a gameplay perspective. Like, sometimes, like, I personally really like just being the hero all the time, while other people, they want to be the hero too. So me being the hero all the time limits other people from being the hero. And it it didn't really didn't really have an, an objective per se. You 
your objective was to defeat all of the heroes and you couldn't once a hero died it couldn't respawn yeah so you spawn back as a regular trooper so slowly your heroes whittled down it was real fun it was really fun but the thing that i think really limited for me was the round system so they had rounds round one two three it was best First it was best two out of three, then it was best three out of five, and then went back to two out of three, and then went back to three out of five. They really messed around with that, and I didn't like how it just broke it up into sections. It really limited how much I personally could play. And then in contrast, you have Battlefront 2, which is strictly heroes and villains. You can respawn as many times as you want. Yeah, changing heroes on the fly, which I love. Um, I, I really love the focus in Battlefront 2, how they had, okay, I am I can change my loadout during the gameplay. Like, you couldn't really do that in Battlefront 2015. You had a set loadout, and then you had a secondary loadout. Um, and you couldn't change those up while you are playing. You had to wait until the next match. Yeah, I do have an, a, a complaint about the Battlefront 2's hero system. I personally think that once you die with a said villain, you should have a cooldown to where you can't play that hero slash villain until your next life just so you don't have the people camping on the same hero or villain i could see that working but the issue with it is that no one not everyone has purchased every hero and villain yeah so if they if you do limit which ones they can play it's not that great of a deal it's so annoying having the heroes behind a paywall granted that is a in-game credit paywall and not an actual, oh, I can pay you $5 and I can get Luke or Darth Vader. No, you it, that's not it at all. You you buy Luke for 15,000 credits that you earn through playing matches. Yeah, an issue with the previous game was that the villains almost won every game. You had, had an extremely versatile hero you know, team, yeah. Just to combat the normal vanilla villains. And that's that's there to an extent in Battlefront 2. Again, it seems the developers really love making the villains overpowered, which, granted, is the case in the movies. But as a gameplay perspective, I would rather have it all even instead of, oh, okay, Darth Maul is going to be super overpowered because he's super overpowered in the movies. Yeah. Darth Vader, so on and so forth. And then again, it all depends on your team, how the, well they stick together. Yeah. The heroes themselves, they strive best together. While the villains, they can kind of separate, which isn't advised, but they actually can benefit from that. Yeah, so the number one tip I can give you for Battlefront 2, heroes versus villains, is stay with the target. The target is vital for you winning the whole game mode. And you need to stay with the target, especially on the hero side, because the heroes work much better as a team. You need that extra support. Yeah, and the target is chosen randomly. I don't think there's a rhyme or reason to it because I win a whole match without being the target. Yeah. So it's kind of like the villain and hero choosing of the previous Battlefront. Yeah. I mean, it's completely randomized. You will you can never predict what it's going to be. And that's the cool thing about this one is that it's a cool objective protect your target, kill the other target. But it's like it does cargo c- with heroes versus yeah, villains. Yeah, exactly. But it does come to some campy play. Like I would, my team would camp with our target and their team would camp with their target. 
there would just be like a 10 minute match of one team would send out one villain one team would send out one hero yeah but that only usually that usually only happens if you have a a team chat kind of thing where you have a couple people who are playing the same game mode and they can communicate with each other and also depends on the maps which is another thing we should talk about the maps compared to the previous game just because this game has the prequel era i prefer this this map selection yeah, you also get an exclusive heroes versus villains map on Naboo that you didn't really have in Battlefront 2015. There wasn't any, oh, you can only play this map on heroes versus villains. It was no, you can play the smaller sized map on heroes versus villains. Yeah, so any map that you could play in 2015 Battlefront on heroes versus villains, you could play in the smaller game modes like Cargo and Blast. Exactly. But now let's talk about balancing issues, hero and villain play, and what needs to be changed. Uh, balancing, this is something that constantly le- constantly needs to be worked on. Um, as people learn the characters more, you find out that certain abilities are more overpowered. I, think re- I really think Chewbacca needs a little nerf right now. Well, a lot of the lineup on the hero side, or the villain side, needs a nerf. Yeah, one thing I find annoying is Ray's mind trick. I think it's so overpowered. I mean, it doesn't do damage, but if you get hit with that on Kamino, you're going off the edge. <laughs> Unless you're Boba Fett, I guess. Kamino is annoying. <laughs> I mean, there's Yodas everywhere pushing everyone off the map. And that's another issue that I have with this game. You know how in Battlefront 2015 we had the Luke lag? the Luke lag where you got hit and then you just yeah. like we were frozen now it's become the knockdown lag when you get knocked down you like nil and are like that for like four seconds without being able to do anything yeah uh, which makes sense but it's with very certain ability yeah certain abilities like Chewbacca's ground slam for say yeah Chewbacca's little uh electric bomb the shot grenade is so annoying like every single time as the villains I tried to get Chewbacca this same guy chose Chewbacca over and over again and just kept on going after me um and then finally I was able to be Kylo Ren and just freeze him before he threw the grenade and destroyed him yeah and that's different matchups you know it, Kylo Ren is a good matchup for any hero what I would really like to see more of is the focus on rock paper scissors shoot that they were aiming to introduce in Battlefront 2017. Yeah, and I haven't really noticed anything like that. I mean, certain I think, heroes and villains do match yeah. up better against each other, like, but overall every, I don't really see that. Like Lando's bad against every villain. Depending on how you play. Lando is trash. Lando's more of a sniper than close quarters. He is terrible. He's the Han of this game. <laughs> Han Solo's really good though. Yeah, Han Solo's actually good. Uh, Leia is also super good. I've I've had a really fun time. I've gotten two villains. It was Darth Maul and Darth Vader were both teaming up on me, and I got them both to a hundred health. And when you think, oh, it's a hundred health, they have like a thousand each. Um, yeah, and I personally think in this game the villain, the heroes are a little better compared to the villains. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Ray is actually really good. Chewbacca's broken. Han Solo is decent. 
And then, you know, you start getting a Luke. He's actually a really good lightsaber wielder. Yoda, I think Yoda needs a buff, really. Yeah, Yoda's actually, he's decent in in the ground, I mean, the uh, Galactic Assault game modes, but yeah. when it comes to heroes versus villains, he's not too good. Yeah. He's good at, he's a good support role. It's cause it's, but the whole objective of heroes versus villains is not to support, it's to I mean, you can't kill. support your target. Yeah, you, that's that's the only way you can support it. Yeah, and another thing, I mean, if you're the target, you're going to get targeted. Like, I was Boba Fett, and the entire hero team was chasing me for five minutes. I'm actually pretty good at running in Battlefront 2. But, and my team wouldn't do anything because they would just be chasing the villains that were chasing me. So it was this conundrum that I couldn't escape until I died. Yeah, but now let's talk about how it compares to the other game modes in Battlefront 2. Does it hold its own? I think so. It's unique in its gameplay aspect, like we don't have any other game modes that really take advantage of the heroes this much or to this extent. Um, really, really enjoy the unique gameplay it offers. Like I, After playing strike over and over again or all these other game modes over and over again it's a good refresher uh, to have this whole different kind of gameplay style it's like playing all of the different ground assault game modes and then going to starfighter assault it's a really good contrast yeah considering there's only a few amount of game modes you know that have a considerable amount of content i think it adds that diversity to the game that it wouldn't have otherwise like you know we have strike a capture the flag game mode that really every shooter should have we have a large game mode with, you know, a lot of players. We have a space combat. And then we have Heroes versus Villains, which is kind of a niche in itself that's, you know, unique to the game and what you want to do in Star Wars games. Exactly. But I really think it holds up. Now, after a short break, we'll get to your questions and thoughts on Heroes versus Villains. You're listening to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast, a podcast from the Tie-Dye Sheep Entertainment Podcast Network, a network dedicated to bringing content as great and as weird as the hosts. If you'd like to support us on a Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. You can donate $1 up to $10, and we have different tiers for that. So if you'd like to support the show and get some exclusive content, because we'll be doing bonus shows there, you can support us through that link. And at $1 per month, you have the ability to come on the podcast if you so desire. And we have a lot of responses to this, and I, I really appreciate that. Love it when we can implement these responses into the podcast. Really love it. If you do have thoughts on Battlefront 2 and would like to hear our responses on the podcast, definitely ask the question on Twitter, at SWB Podcast. Okay, so we asked on Twitter, what do you like about Battlefront 2's heroes versus villains compared to the previous game? We got a lot of responses. Owen at Owen underscore yard. I love how it is only heroes and the target system is really good. Again, heartily agree. Love the the focus on an objective in Battlefront 2's heroes versus villains. And also just the amount of heroes and villains in the game. It you know, you can have different pairings of the heroes and see what works. So, long-time listener and friend of the podcast, Gregory at 1010 underscore 57, 
prefers the old one, controversial, I know. In fact, I prefer the previous game over this one, hands down. Haven't played it for over a month. What do you think about that, Sam? Gasp. Yeah, I personally, I can see how you prefer the game over this one. Yeah, again, it's your opinion. No one can dispute you for opinion. If you don't like the game, don't waste your time on it. You have a limited amount of time that you get to spend on anything so spin it on something you like yeah but i think the new installments i think is an improvement overall yeah i mean i like a lot of the additions but there are some aspects of the previous game that i do miss yeah exactly and you know comparing it to the old one i think outer rim heroes versus villains was actually really fun Mm -hmm. and it kind of created that clutch aspect where you're living once you got to spend it right and hide and use your health you know wisely yeah uh, spartacus inc likes how there are no troops and it has an objective that's something i've seen a lot recently in fact we have uh at z uh, at z dog underscore 256 and jack purchase at purchase underscore jack no troopers i agree um simple star wars at simple swbf only heroes, more lightsaber heroes, no more waiting between rounds, respawn as a hero, change your hero wall in-game, and target system sets up for cool tactics if the team is good. Definitely agree with that. If you have a really good team and you know what you're doing, you stay together, it is just so much fun to actually, especially if you're going against another team who does the same thing, it gets a really heated gameplay, and I really, really enjoy that. Yeah. And just because the only heroes, that's the thing I didn't really like about the previous game. The troopers became so annoying to where it didn't even become a heroes versus villains. It became a glorified version of Hero Hunt. Yeah, exactly. Because you'd have Boba Fett, the last villain alive, camping on top of the sand dune sea thing in the middle. And then the troopers are just constantly targeting you. Exactly. Uh, Seth Hartman at Shadowstride. I personally believe that we should get the hero blast that we've been asking for. I feel that people still go out for kills regardless of the VIP system. I actually do feel the same way uh, towards the VIP system. People don't like to go after the target a lot of the time. A lot of the time they'll just go over and rack up kills while the other people are actually playing the objective. If they could push the objective more, I think that would really change up the game mode. I see what he's saying. It would be pretty fun if down the road they add, when they add more heroes, they do a full-on hero blast. Yeah. I could see that being really fun. And part of that is a lot of the people don't know what the objective is and how to do it. Yeah. It's not too good on explaining it. A lot of new players are just like, okay, heroes versus villains. I'm going to verse some villains and kill them. Yeah. When it has a little more depth to that. Uh, Tactical Turtle, uh, Tactical Turtle Y says... It's 10,000 times better. Well said. Uh, Anthony at Seeker of the Apex. I played my first serious go in HVV today to finish the last Jedi season. I disliked it. I mainly play Galactic, Starfighter, and Strike. HVV felt like a cluster fest of Force users having explosive slash blaster users on a cleanup duty. And when your team does well, opponents too often rage quit so he plays everything but heroes versus villains yes 
Uh, I'm not sure how to fix it, but the random MVP style setup felt uninspired for competitive play, especially when teammates ignore you when you're it, chasing off after some meaningless kill and leaving you to face the opposition alone. When you put it's all frustrating. All the game modes down on paper, it does seem like Battlefront doesn't have a much have much content. You know what I mean? Well, each each game mode has multiple game modes in it. Yes. Um, but I can but see. Now let's get let's get back to the let's hey, get back hey, to this. <laughs> We're not talking about. I the content. find your lack of content disturbing. <laughs> um, thank you, Anthony, for writing this detailed response. Really, really appreciate it. This is a nice, nice tweet. Multiple things you put all of what you're yes. finding difficult in a clean, concise way. And he does it with good grammars. Yes. Um, so HVV felt like a cluster of force users having explosive slash blaster users on a cleanup duty. Does feel like that a lot of the time. Yes, I do agree with that. Especially when Boba Fett's spamming rockets in the background. And uh, regarding the rage quit, that is something that happens so much. I don't think there's any way to actually control that. And you can't control that because if you put a cooldown on, you know, a punishment as to where you can't play another game for 10 minutes, some people just simply have to go. The random MVP styles felt uninspired for competitive play. I wouldn't say that necessarily. Uh, I think it would work well with competitive play if they push the objective more. The big problem with heroes versus villains right now is that objective play. People are not getting it into their heads or just disregard it completely that there is an objective in Battlefront 2 and that you should be going after the target. Um, and again, I don't know exactly how they would change that in any way to say, hey, you need to do the objective more. Yeah. Maybe have multiple object objectives. Maybe you could... Maybe capturing a point in the map to where all heroes need to stand in this certain spot for a certain amount of time on top of, you know, another objective. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like that because it takes away from the heroes versus villains qualities of the, you know, the whole game. You have to push mode. the villains back, you know, which could, which could um, result in some fun battles. But maybe they push it more where your lives actually mean something and maybe they put a life counter on there you can only have a certain amount of lives spent and then we would come to the hero blast aspect yeah maybe push it more towards hero blast instead of the heroes versus villains necessarily uh, i don't know i think it'd be cool to have a certain amount of lives allotted for each hero and villain to where once you you know expend those lives you're forced to use lesser and lesser villains and heroes so I, you, I you like only have idea. five with leia five with luke for just for an example so, you know, your teammates can, you know, pick and pick. And then once they die a certain amount of time, that villain or hero is completely, you know, useless. I think they would need more heroes for make to make that viable. Because right and now, if we've got, what is it? Seven. Say 14, seven on seven. Seven. And then there has to be an eight, even number. Eight. eight on eight? Yeah. Yeah, since the new. The new DLC. But you'd have to have a number where it evens out to a set of four because you would need to be able to have four four heroes. Like that could get complicated, but I do like the thinking of hey, you have a limited life of each hero. Um, that would definitely push you more towards playing the objective, I would think. Yeah, and anything to where someone is a target is frustrating 
depending on your team, and most of the time your team is bad, unless you're in a party. Yeah, um, and I agree, heroes versus villains can be frust- frustrating, but it can also be pretty fun. So, As long as they move the credit system, remove it to where people are not putting rubber bands on their toggles. But really, uh, it's the progression problem for that. Um, Heroes vs. Villains gives you a lot of uh, XP, not necessarily a lot of credits, but a lot of XP so you can rank up faster. And uh, Dennis Brenval, lead, was it lead multiplayer designer now, right? Associate design director. director, Sorry. Um, He has been on Twitter recently and did a whole tweet storm about responding to feedback, uh, working on the progression system right now. Been teasing a lot of uh, Clone Wars heroes. Definitely uh, been responding to a lot of Obi-Wan tweets. So, take that with a grain of salt. Hopefully we'll be seeing um, a whole season dedicated to the prequels. That's what I would love to see. A whole prequel Clone Wars era season. Maybe based on the TV show. I mean, there's so much content in the TV show alone, not not even regarding the prequels. The prequels probably have as much content as the original trilogy and the new trilogy combined. Oh, definitely, definitely. It has so much lore. And most of the books in the early 90s, I mean, late 90s and early 2000s were based on the prequels. I'd say, like, one of the prequel movies, with all the Jedi alone, has more content than the whole original trilogy. Yeah, because the original trilogy, he was trying to, George Lucas was trying to, you know, keep it to where you were he wondering. Set up, he set up a world where you have questions where you want to explore more of the universe. Yeah, and the prequels were trying to answer those questions. Yeah, so, so they implemented much more content to say, hey, there were more Jedi's out there. Not saying that qual the content is as much quality. Uh, the the story. The story is great. No, the con- I'd say the uh, con- I mean the content is the great. The content's great. The story is the a little story lacking. is not good. The um, story and the CG is lacking. I enjoy I enjoyed two quarter two thirds of the prequels. I enjoyed one third. I mean the Phantom Menace was good, decent, but this isn't the prequel podcast. No. But I think that's about what we can say for Heroes vs. Villains. And yes, we still are going to do daily podcast episodes coming up soon. Maybe in the month of February. Just got to get our schedules ironed out. Yeah, we've got to get our our topics particularly. I think in February might be a good month because Season 2 has been confirmed and it's coming soon. Quote unquote. Um... Hopefully February. That could be something big. Um, Definitely getting our topics ready for daily podcast episodes. Thank you so much for listening to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at SWB Podcast. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. Getting all of the interview episodes edited. I've got the Norwell Dave about two-thirds of the way done turned out to be a really really good episode too trying out a different uh editing style holidays kind of messed me up on that you can also support us through paypal paypal.me slash tie-dye sheep would greatly appreciate it if you support us through paypal or patreon uh we're upgrading our studio wanting to add more podcasts to the network and that would really really help us out also help us save up for our camera for video podcast episodes we really need that we really need a new camera to 
bring video podcasts because the setup that we have now is not working. And Sam had a great idea of maybe doing little shorter recap episodes of the podcast, maybe 10 minutes, something like that, where we go through the biggest highlights of the podcast episode in video form and upload that to our YouTube channel. If you like that, send us a tweet, email, battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. Check out the Discord that we have in the description. Super fun place. DG17R. My goodness, you are a beast. He's already got Max Ray and like maxed out a bunch, almost all of his classes. Definitely check out the Discord. Fun place. Really nice place to talk. Star Wars Battlefront. If you would like to support us without spending any money at all, please leave us a review. We are at 47 reviews right now. We are three away from 50. That is incredible. 50 people have taken the time to review the podcast. And also, this podcast has grown exponentially. Thank you so much for listening. If this is your first podcast episode, thank you so much. And please consider uh, subscribing so you can get, uh, when, get notified when new podcast episodes are out and get automatically downloaded to your device. We have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash C slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. And may the Force be with you.